3: Good morning, good morning, good morning on this February 1st, 2024. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We continue from where we left off last night. Bravo, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, for at least suggesting deporting the mob of migrants who pounded on those police officers in that caught-on-camera attack near Times Square. She says deporting them should certainly be looked at. One of the suspects took a defiant posture, that's what I'm going to call it, flashing the middle finger, not one, but two of them, after being arraigned in court and walking free when he should be behind bars on Rikers Island. All five young men taken into custody so far for the Saturday Night Brawl outside a migrant shelter on West 42nd Street near 7th Avenue have been released without bail. inflaming the already heated debate surrounding the city's migrant crisis. Free, free, free. And all of this has dominated the news headlines. This was a report from WABC
4: Channel 7. Assault caught on camera showing a group of people assaulting two NYPD officers in Times Square. Police say the officers were trying to break up a disorderly group when things turned violent. The group of eight people taking down the officers and punching, kicking them on the ground. Five people were arrested. Four of them have already been released back onto the streets. And this comes as NYPD Commissioner Edward Caban delivered his State of of the NYPD address
3: this morning. And standing by to join me in just a moment is Jerry Kassar, the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party. I'm interested in what he has to say. But Governor Hochul, the Democratic governor, speaking to reporters, was asked about this shocking beatdown and whether the asylum-seeking suspects should be deported. Here is what Governor Hochul had to say.
5: Those individuals be deported.
4: I think that's absolutely something that should be looked at. I mean, if, if someone commits a crime against a police officer in the state of New York um, and they're not, you know, they've not processed, they're not here legally, definitely worth checking into.
3: And as far as I'm concerned, NYPD official John Chell is a hero. He is the man. Summing up this situation best. Stating you saw the video reprehensible. Listen to what he said.
6: Reprehensible. Cowards. You have eight people attacking a lieutenant and a cop, running up to them, trying to kick him in the face and kick him in the face. The four that were arrested should be sitting in Rikers right now, on bail. Should be indicted this week and taken off our streets. You want to know why our cops are getting assaulted? There's no consequences, and we must change this.
3: And they should be on Rikers getting the Rikers treatment. PBA President Patrick Hendry just tweeted this. NYPD response times hit record highs of over 16 minutes. Adding our elected officials should be working with us to tackle this crisis, not piling on new burdens. He is making this point that we all should deeply consider that if these migrants do this to police, what is the fate for the rest of us? Listen to what he has to say
2: prosecute these cases. Attacks on police officers, attacks on all of us, on all New Yorkers. It needs to be treated that way.
3: In a moment, your telephone calls on this outrageous situation and why this is being tolerated. But first, we are joined by the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, Jerry Kassar. Thanks for appearing, Mr. Kassar. What is going on here? I don't know. I can't for
0: the life of me figure out what's going on. Let's just review this for a moment. You've got two police officers at Times Square asking some asylum seekers, illegal aliens, to move. They they get into a scuffle due to this, this ordinary request to move. The scuffle results in both the officers being attacked by eight Illegal migrants, arrests are made. Alvin Bragg somehow concludes that they should not uh, be held for bail. I mean, cashless bail. Even the stupid cashless bail law says a violent attack allows you to uh, request bail. They don't request bail. So now the the illegal immigrants who went out and attacked the cops are back on the street, it makes literally no sense. And frankly, it's it's another reflection of how the federal, state, and city policies concerning illegal immigrants are a danger to the population of the city of New York. They're certainly a danger to the police department. So if police cannot be safe, citizens can't be either.
3: No doubt about it. So my contention, they should be held by ICE immediately and deported yes. immediately. Could you believe, Mr. Kassar, what you were looking at? No,
0: I actually did a double take when I saw it. And initially, I thought to myself, before I actually looked at it and read about it, I thought maybe this was some incident that occurred some time ago, and I'm just seeing it because I originally saw it on, uh, you know, X twitter uh And then, a few minutes later, I realized that this was this was a very, very current happening, and well, I guess in a way i wasn't surprised right i wasn 't surprised How can you have so many individuals coming into the city uh being essentially sheltered as homeless people uh with um really they 're really on a hold, and as the months go by and time ticks by uh, you know one should assume that the situation increases in danger, and police attempting to do their job, well, they're the first line, and they're going to be the first ones that are going to uh, attempt to push back, and, and you can see what happened
3: here. We are chatting with the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, Jerry Kassar. Mr. Kassar, how did we get to this point? where it's okay to physically attack police officers with no repercussions?
0: It's the progressives. It's the left. It's the socialist Democrats. Uh, They have uh, an extraordinarily ignorant uh, view of the value of law enforcement. And this laissez-faire, anything-goes attitude uh, has really uh, changed the nature of New York City in the last five or six years, where many of us, you know, lifetime residents of the city, cannot recognize uh, the city anymore. Let me say this to you. I mean, I spend a fair amount of time in Manhattan, I mean, I spend time all over the city, really, I mean, it's the last couple of years now. You look to your right, you look to your left, you wonder who's walking behind you. I'm not paranoid, but that's just the type of city we've become because if the police's hands are tied, there's really not much else uh, we can do except watch out for ourselves.
3: You know, it it is uh, – well, let me say this first uh, to the audience. Uh, In a moment, I'll be taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. It's interesting, Mr. Kassar, you used the word "an ignorant view. I couldn't agree with you more. Do you put the blame? Interesting the term you just used because I believe firmly an ignorant view that it applies to the New York City Council. I mean, look what they just did. Police will now have to fill out paperwork for nearly every encounter and yet we see video of migrants kicking police officers outnumbered in the head and and I would like to point out, not once did either one of those officers reach for their gun.
0: I bet you they never even thought of reaching for their guns. I think think these officers are extremely well-trained they were attempting to manage the situation as best they could, but they were being attacked and um, they were being hurt. And, you know, when you watch that video, and frankly, I think everyone should watch it. I you know, ask you, I think every member of the city council should have it delivered to them or, you know, and maybe they should put a screen up in the city council and occasionally look about what's going on on the streets of New York. Maybe the city council is 100 percent. No, there are nine members there that know what's going on. The other 42 are completely out of touch with what's going on in this city, and that's just the most recent incident. Talking about talking about uh, that that um, override vote, it's it's it's, dist- it's disturbing on the surface. But let me say this to you: the council literally could care less about what the police department has to say. They were very clear in explaining why this policy. Why this legislation uh, uh, will make their job so much harder, a job where they're finding a difficult time getting recruits, a job that people are retiring from sooner than we were used to in the past, they explained it. The mayor, who I don't agree with all the time, but I do believe he has uh, the right attitude on law enforcement, understood what was going to happen here. He vetoed it. Members of his own party come right after him and override the veto. Is this a government this is a government that just does not work in new york city does not work for the
3: people Mr. Kassar, I agree a thousand percent with what you just said it i it, 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 it's mine it it blows the the imagination it blows the mind. The question I'd like to ask you as the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party. How do we get back to normal, or is this our new way of life?
0: The best way to get back to normal within the city of New York is to elect uh, more conservative or common sense people to the New York City Council. They don't have to be Republicans. They don't have to be members of my party. They need to have common sense. You know whether it be the Valones from the past, or many, or the Tom Cutes going way back. There have been decades and decades of democratic elected officials in the city. The so city's been democratic for ever, with maybe a few, you know, uh, you know, some exceptions here and there. And I frankly never looked at Bloomberg as a Republican. The city's been democratic, yet we had people that understood what was going on. So that's what people have to do. They've got to vote. They've got to be, they've got, they they can't vote with their feet. They've got to vote. They've got to vote for better people with the the plan to stay here and make the city once, once again great. That's the best thing I can think of as far as that's concerned. But a federal government with a Biden, a state government with a Hochul, apply additional pressures to the city of New York with very bad state and federal policies, which just make life really difficult here. And the migration out of the city, migration out of the state is just incredible.
3: It it is. People are moving to Florida, other states and so on. We are about to take your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Mr. Kassar, the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, my last question for you before I let you go. Governor Hochul says it should be looked at in terms of, in terms of deporting these uh, migrants. Uh, I, I would venture to call them animals that attack these police officers. What should happen in this situation?
0: Well, should it. it's almost unimaginable that we have to discuss it. <clears throat> I mean, they, they are criminals. The most basic understanding of immigration in the United States for people who are non-citizens is that they're sent back out of the country. Now, we're talking about the obvious. They frankly shouldn't have gotten into the country in the first place, but now they should be removed from the
3: country. No doubt about it. Jerry Kasar, the chairman of the New York State Conservative Party, thank you uh, for your time. And I really look forward to chatting with you in the future. Thank you, sir.
0: Oh, you are very welcome, Dominic. Thank you.
3: All right, folks. Now it is your turn. And I'm looking at my phone and uh, I'm about to go to Rose and Lindbrook. I see uh, some of the comments that have been sent to me. One, Norman Seabrook, the former president of the New York City Correction Officers Benevolent Association, just said to me something that you folks say just about every night. One, he said elections have consequences. And then Mr. Seabrook went on to say when other migrants see no serious repercussions, it will empower others too." act out rose lynbrook good morning you're on talk radio 77 wabc
7: good morning thank you for taking my call dominic i love the show
3: of course um, thank you
7: you're welcome um i just wanted to add to the point that it's just this is just the tip of the iceberg there are no consequences just gonna embolden them and it's just gonna get worse and i just feel that the only way this is going to change is people better wake up and realize that the only way there will be significant change if this state is when and if this state turns red and and the mayor turns uh, red. And that's the only way it's going to change. I mean, how much, more, you know what it reminded me? I remember that woman that got beaten on the, in the subway plaza. She was just beat, repeatedly kicked in the head and she was blinded. I mean, yes, she lost lost sight in
3: one of her eyes.
7: Yeah, I mean, this could have happened to them. They could have been killed. and, yes.
3: and to look at how rose people. how to look at how their how their heads jerked back after you seen really? them being kicked in the face. It's a miracle that there's no serious damage to those police officers.
7: Absolutely, it was really horrible to watch. And as I said, unfortunately, I, I just think this is the tip of the iceberg. The summer's coming. It's going to be hot. Listen, I have no desire to go into the city anymore, see a show, enjoy the museums. Why would I go into the city? You know, it's just very dangerous. Um, I wouldn't take the train. I, I, I don't want to live like this. I can understand why people vote with their feet. Um, i got to make some serious decisions. It's, it's just frightening. Everything is frightening. So that's Indeed. all I
3: want to say. I just Indeed. want people to know. Indeed, vote. Rose. Thank you. Thank you for the call uh, from Lynbrook this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A very, very serious situation. And I want you folks to really think about this. Okay, so the, the incident happens, and uh, we all seen on video what occurs, and a miracle strikes, and you're able to walk out, Of court after this happened a miracle right and what do you do what do you do you flip two birds not the middle finger not one but two to the cameras what should that tell you about the mentality of some of these individuals oh I'm I'm fleeing you know, the violin comes out. I'm fleeing political persecution and you know, I, I walked uh I walked uh eighteen hundred miles to get here and I need to be here in America and I have no way to work or support myself. It's called scam, scam, scam. Sandra in New Jersey, good morning. Good morning Sandra, are you with good, me? Okay yes,
8: Dominic, I'm right here. Look, okay. they, they gave the cops the finger. I'm going to say, get the F out of here. Go back where you, come, where you came from. I don't even think they deserve to go to jail. That's our tax money that we're spending on them. For what? To rehabilitate them? Let them go home where they came from and let their country train them to be better people. I don't even want to waste our time with them. That's how I feel.
3: I, I, Sandra, I agree with you. And, and the question becomes, you know, I'll be joining Frank Marano at the top of the hour for a few minutes. And this was what Frank and I pondered last night. I don't understand. I want somebody to explain to me where migrants became untouchables. I want somebody to explain to me if that was an American citizen, they would probably, probably, though who knows, Sandra, these days, the way things go. But they would probably be sitting in jail right now. These, I, how are they not held to look to look at the viciousness, the way they were kicking these officers in the head? That should be a, an attempted murder charge, as far as I'm concerned. And Sandra, I couldn't agree with you more. No, no hearing, nothing. No pass, go immediately. ICE takes you to the airport. And you're gone. You're out of here. There's nothing else to talk about. End of story. Sandra, how did we get to this point?
8: I don't know. But uh, (laughs) I think and I I was saying earlier that this is like a drip drip, drip of the faucet, and I don't see it getting any better. And I think eventually when we have a flood, like, you know, I'm giving you an analogy, when something really, really, really bad happens to someone really, really important in this uh, whole thing, maybe then something might change. But until then, I, don't, I think it's going to continually drip, 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 and I don't see any change coming any time soon. And, and that's a sad reality, but that's what
3: I see. Well, I I hear you, Sandra, and thank you for the call. But in my book, in my book, police officers are very, very, very important people. And it is a miracle that one of those cops under severe attack did not pull out their service revolver. And if you look at how they were attacked, it was almost like the migrants, the men, were expecting that as they stood in a circle attack, and then pull back, kick, and then pull back. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind?
9: Hi, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. But when I heard about this yesterday or whatever, I realized, you know, I had these folks back. I don't know if you recall. I was like, oh, give them a chance. But I immediately thought, what the hell is this deport? It's not about going to court. Immediately deport. Anyone, anyone that attacks a police officer, anyone that comes here under period, you know, I don't, you know, I don't believe in that passing the 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 the, the, the buck about who let them out of jail. But if they should have, can you? I, I can't imagine anyone that I know attacking police in that manner because there's shelters here in Brooklyn and not either going to jail or get hurt. I mean, what the heck? And then the person that shot the video, the, the security guard. Well, he should have called it, um, um, for backup, for help, for the police officers instead of photocopy, you know, making a video. But I'm really done. I'm done with. I'm done with you know being cordial with you know you guys call a migrant. I just call the people that had a chance to walk here uh, instead of being in the bottom of a boat. But what the hell? There's no privilege. I'm pissed off about this. No, I'm sorry, and I hope the officers will be all right. But how? Mm, wow, that's all. How was your day?
3: Uh, my day my day was fine, but but I've been concerned about these officers and I want to see these uh these alleged defendants, whatever you want to call them. I want to see them out of the country. That's where my head is. Audrey, thank you so much for the call. Sometimes it's about sending a signal, sending a message. And this is one that has to go out loud and clear to say to the next migrant, if you think about acting up, this is what will happen to you. If you even think, folks, please think about this. You're here because of the heart and the goodwill of the American people. And you are literally spitting in our face, attacking police officers. Mike in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC.
1: Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I think this whole fadasco is is problem from the top to the bottom starting with Hoko. Hoko should have been yelling it. I'm sorry I got to go talk. I'm talking fast. I'm trying to get all the, all the points. Uh, Hoko should have been screaming and bitching and moaning I want them out of this state and out of this country not well maybe, maybe we should look into it Where's the yeah, AGS but, but, but
3: Mike 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 I'm going to let you finish but if she did that route she'd be in the same position as uh, in terms of ostracized by the White House just like Adams politically she could not do that as a democrat but go ahead Well she should have
1: but where's the AGS why isn't she screaming and bitching and moaning I want charges. I want charges. I want them arrested. I want them put away. I want them out of this country.
3: That that person. You're referring have been going to Letitia 10. James.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Well, I I guess she's busy uh, working on that indictment of the cop in the Bronx that uh, threw the um, the allegedly threw the cooler at the uh, drug suspect. She's working on that case.
1: Yeah, exactly. She's more she's more worried about putting cops in jail than putting criminals. Unbelievable reality. What a concept.
3: Uh, thank you. Thing, thank, well, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Just go yeah, ahead. No, no, no. Please. Yeah, they,
1: you got you got the city council that's against the police. they, they just, no doubt about they,
3: it. They just made it okay
1: for the illegal cockroaches and our own cockroaches to walk up, punch the cop in the head, and ain't nothing gonna happen to you.
3: Hmm. Well, you know what? You know what, Mike. Uh, you, you may do that to the wrong officer. And uh, be ready for that if you do it to the uh, wrong officer. In a moment, thank you for the call. In a moment, I'm going to take a break, but let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
10: Good morning, Dominic. You know, and I'm outraged about this uh, assault on New York's finest, just like everyone else. But I'll tell you, it, it, I agree that it's not enough what Kathy Hochul uh, has been saying she needs to be stronger of course they need to be deported but with this porous open border they could sneak right back in again we need to give them hard time Kathy Hochul needs to do her job and she needs to tell Alvin Bragg that she expects that there will be felony charges brought against all of these illegal violent criminals who assaulted our police officers and if they're not if they're not then she has the power to remove Alvin Bragg for office, and if she doesn't do that, every single police union from New York City to Buffalo, everyone who supports the cops should make it crystal clear that Kathy Hochul is not doing it. And one thing they all understand, Dominic is re-election time, and she's up. Hochul is up for re-election in 2026. Let her not remove Alvin Bragg. If Alvin Bragg could could uh. Charge a guy who's defending himself in a bodega against uh, uh, against these uh, repeat uh, you know criminals and something like that, and put him away. But he's quiet to what happened. It's not enough that these people will flee right back into the gutter. I agree, deport them, give them hard time, and general population in Rikers Island. Bring felony charges because again, like everyone says, if they could get away with this to the police, none of us. Are safe. So, Kathy Hochul, it is your job. Tell Alvin Bragg to bring felony charges, or then the people of New York will finally know that you are just uh, nothing but an empty suit who who wants to talk about. Oh, well, maybe they should be deported. No, this is a moment of truth for Kathy Hochul, and everyone should know when she runs for re-election in 2020. And I guarantee you, there are going to be commercials everywhere about what Hochul does this if they could get away with this to the police that then, then they could do anything so she should fi- tell alvin bragg to do his job bring felonies or he loses his job that would be the, I, I the right you. thing to do
3: I, I i hear you Stephen. i have to step in because i have to take a break when we come back we will continue on this topic i'll be going to alex and queens mike and st james Isaac in Brooklyn, Richard in New York City, and many more of your telephone calls here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
0: everybody
5: Everybody. on Talk Radio 77 WABC,
4: I think that's absolutely something that should be looked at. I mean, if someone commits a crime against a police officer in the state of New York, um, and they're not you know, they've not processed, they're not here legally, definitely worth checking into.
3: Governor Kathy Hochul stating that it should at least be on the table of whether or not. These clowns are deported, and I'm being nice referring to them as clowns. I'm looking at my Twitter, my ex, and uh, just going down the list, there are about 20 of them here. I'll just read a couple. Tommy Boy, and I agree with this. I have to be honest with you folks this morning. Tommy Boy says, whatever happened to nightstick therapy, I remember when I used to get in trouble, we got cracked with the nightstick. Amen, Tommy boy. They're lucky they didn't get shot. Lisa Pure says, can we all write letters or something like, what can we do to start a petition? It starts with one person, Lisa, and uh, you always have wonderful comments. David Huns says, I guess they would would have walked away if they had murdered one of those cops, too. That's from uh, David Huns. Um, uh, Bernard Scott says that car is a deadly weapon at that point, aim, fire um, and then Lisa uh, going full circle says we need ice, ice, baby Lisa, amen you know, there was a time when if the call even went out neighborhood corner lookouts that ice was on the way people were petrified that ICE was coming, and they knew that ICE was no joke. And the person they were looking for, they were going to find, and you were going to a detention center downtown. But oh no, the politicians, we don't need ICE. ICE, ICE, they're, they're thugs. I mean, you know, we, we know what was said. And now, look, ICE is nowhere to be found. And look, look at what happened. Look at what happened. You have to stop and think about, actually, the mindset of those, I'm not going to say young men, those animals that attacked those savages, that attacked those police officers that were fighting for their life. I mentioned Alex and Queen, so let's get to it. Alex, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
11: Good morning, Dominic
3: Alex morning. are you there okay go ahead go
11: ahead yeah. go ahead yeah. yes uh good morning yeah they should they should they shouldn't be the boy. they should be able to do time first. They need to be set as an example. They should get minimum seven to 12 years in prison for what they did. That was a gang assault on authority. And the politicians and the prosecutors are sending a clear message that nothing will happen to you. This is this is just open. It's hey, but, an open. Hey,
3: Alex, but, but wait, your voice sounds mighty familiar. Yes, it, it, sounds, it refer- sounds like someone else.
11: No, no, no. It's not. I spoke okay. to you once before when I told you okay. where you okay. think uh, right. we were going to go. With, and I with, remember, uh, I
3: remember with, you made some excellent points, but go ahead.
11: Yes. Um, they, should, they should first be thrown in jail. There's no question they should be thrown in jail. There is no way they just get deported because they'll be back here within two to three weeks. Back in, we'll have them on the streets. So that's the first thing they need to do. And what what happened to them with this outcome, the cops should strike. They should strike. They should all call out sick, mind-boggling, uh, what's going on in the city. And especially now that cops get attacked like this and they're just letting it go. Right. This is crazy. This is just crazy. And right. our mayor is another one. He also needs to be held accountable because he's not coming out to back them up either. He's not coming. You think Mayor Giuliani will let something rock like this or Bloomberg? Hell no. This would've never happened. This would have never happened. Hey, this Alex. Th- it's time to leave. Thank the you city. for the
3: call, my friend. Uh th- to the point that I made last night. If this happened under Giuliani, the city would be on fire right now. There is no way in hell that Giuliani would tolerate this. None. 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 And the way the way this should have gone and i knew morgan thor uh, very very well the district attorney the way this should have gone is the the message should have gone down from morgan thor to the adas that I mean, from from alvin bragg to the adas that were handling this case and this is the way the language should have went i don't care what you do they you better find a loophole to keep them in jail do not let them walk do not let it happen but instead this is the world that we live in. Robert Rockland County. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 W.A.B.C.
2: Dominic. it's great to hear you. You know, I don't know what Kathy Hulk has to look into. Why didn't you just send the state troopers down there and arrest these thugs? Really? Uh, hmm. Put an end to it. Let them rot in jail somewhere for a while.
3: Well, you, you know what, Robert? Um, First of all, th- th- those guys were acting like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, but they are all very small. Do you? Could you see any of those guys surviving in Rikers Island? I don't. All that thug stuff, it wouldn't you know, happen in Rikers.
2: I couldn't even see them surviving in Rockland County Jail. This, this <laughs> wouldn't even happen in Rockland County. Rampo Police or the Clarkstown Police would have took the batons to them and gave them a lesson that they won't forget. They'd want to get back to their South American country.
3: And and you know what, Robert? You're right. It, this should have been, for lack of a better term, a teachable moment. And a teachable moment to the degree that you won't touch that fire again. Because since you struck a New York City police officer, we're going to give you 10 times the same treatment. And then you're, you're going to jail. Right. You're absolutely
2: well, right. You.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead, Robert.
2: You're absolutely right, Dominic. And you know, I don't understand the people in the city of New York why they don't want strong policing. I mean, up here in Rockland County, that's why I live up here. We have a great police, great fire. You just don't have stuff like this happening.
3: Well, I, 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 I understand. You're right. You're right, Robert. And 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 in Rockland, we have a sizable uh, Latino community, sizable minority community it does not happen in rockland the uh, the east ramapo police my police they're very professional where i live this would not happen it would not happen because what should have happened those officers didn't have a chance but a 1013 should have went out and every officer within that immediate area should have responded and 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 i'm going to be honest with you there should have been no talking no talking at that point once that 1013 went out and and those were, and then let's see how tough they are at that point, Robert, thank you for the uh, telephone call. Let's go to Richard. Richard in New York City, good morning. You're on Talking Talk 77 WABC.
12: Hey, good morning. It's uh, nice getting through uh, to you. Uh, on the subject of the uh, police, I, I do, would like to know actually what instigated the. Uh, The encounter in the first place. That that I would be curious to know. The only thing
3: I can tell you for certain, and this has happened in every community, what, 20 times a day? The police said move on. We see that on video. Move on. But they they didn't want to move. They don't want to be told what to do. They're here uh, here pimping America, and they don't want to be told what to do.
12: I, I, I. That, that's that's tragic. Well, uh, uh, moving past that, I'm very much in favor of immigration and there being no borders. Number one, I think we're very lucky to have the uh, people who want to come here. Out of all the choices they could go. How to.
3: How, how does that make us lucky?
12: <clears throat> well, uh, the population in certain uh, rust belt cities needs population.
3: Okay, so, Richard, who's going to pay for this? They will. No, they're not paying for it thus far.
12: I know, and I have a solution for that that's very simple. One, you give them a broken-down house with a house. No, you don't uh, with give a, them anything. Uh, hold on, Hold on, excuse me. No, no, me. Richard, excuse. I'm not
3: in the mood for this. Thank you for the call. You don't give them a damn thing. You give them the door. You give them a key to Rikers and and, and let the Rikers community give them some justice. You don't give them a damn thing. That's what the problem is. That's exactly what the problem is. Let's go to Paul in Connecticut. Good morning, Paul. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Oh, Good morning, Dominic. It's a pleasure to talk to you. appreciate all your hard work that everybody does there with this station.
3: Go right ahead, please, because I'm up against the board.
5: This is a major mess to begin with because the people, all the migrants are not ID'd. They should be given IDs when they come across the border. And if they want to let
3: them stay, you know, and they want to fight the police, they, you know, maybe they should be pepper sprayed. That should be the least of their problems, to be honest with you, Paul. I I like the idea of ID 'em. How about an ID instead of a, uh, a government paid for a hotel room? How about an ID instead of culturally appropriate food? How about an ID instead of a cell phone? How about an ID instead of all the amenities that they're getting? It's sending all the wrong messages it really is that simple Paul I've got to go because I'm late for a break but thank you I look forward to chatting with you in the future when we come back we're going to have more of your calls I will be joining Frank Marano for a few minutes he's been been kind enough to invite me to join him at the uh, top of the hour and so we're going to take a break when we come back more of your telephone calls
1: these are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 W.A.B.C.
3: They should be held by ICE and deported immediately. The rowdy group of migrants nabbed in that court-on-camera attack, the vicious attack, on two NYPD cops in Times Square. Deported, deported, deported. And that's something that Governor Hochul says should be considered.
5: Those individuals be deported.
4: I think that's absolutely something that should be looked at. I mean, if if someone commits a crime against a police officer in the state of New York um, and they're not, you know, they've not processed, they're not here legally, definitely worth checking into.
3: But top NYPD official John Chow hit it on the head with this response. Reprehensible. Cowards.
6: You have eight people attacking a lieutenant and a cop. Running up to them, trying to kick him in their face and kick him in their face. The four that were arrested should be sitting in Rikers right now, on bail. Should be indicted this week and taken off our streets. You want to know why our cops are getting assaulted? There's no consequences. And we must change this.
3: And the PBA, the Patrolman's Benevolent Association, this is their president, President Hendry.
2: Prosecute these cases. Attacks on police officers, attacks on all of us, on all New Yorkers. It needs to be treated that way.
3: And I'm looking at my Twitter, my ex and PJ Martin says it's time for a statewide blue flu. Time for a statewide blue flu. Lisa Pure says No, we need them deported to send the message, not our taxpayer money with jail. Get them out now. Let's go back to your telephone calls. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Frank has been kind enough to invite me to join him, and I will be doing that for a few minutes. Let's go to Gary in Queens. Good morning, Gary. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
13: Thank you, Tommy. Uh, I'm 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 a, a proud to be on your show. Listen, uh, when I heard that cops were uh, had a, a, a confrontation, I didn't think anything of it. But when I saw the video, my gosh, I man, that is cool. That is that is not that, that is unbelievable. I am I mean I am so upset. What happened to the police officers? What they should be doing is, is, a, is, a, is a, I believe an eye for an eye. They should be down on the ground, and the officers should have an opportunity to kick them in the face. Jail is is not the answer. Jail no good. Jail was too good for them. You know, they think, like you said, like you said, we're going to be paying for him. They, they were, you know, I don't understand why the officers did not shoot because they were, they was well, to kill him. You know, I, I'm, I'm just well- so.
3: Well, in oh, defense, God. Gary, of the officers, if they pulled out their gun and shot, the whole narrative would change. NYPD would be under attack. Officers pull guns on innocent migrants. You know that, Gary. That's the way the headlines would have went.
13: Well, I do want to say something. That was a white person that got into a confrontation with, with the police officers to be in jail. Just like that That poor guy that, that defended that that lady that, that, that on the train. He's in jail right now. He's doing time. Yeah, you know, you know, if I was there, i you if there, you're I would,
3: referring uh, to the marine, he's not in jail. He's on. Yes. He's going to be on trial.
13: Okay, all right, all right. But uh, this is just appalling to me. And 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 and, Governor Holcomb uh, the Braden, they they say they should be ashamed of themselves. They let this the city. They from the top down, from Biden down, they're, they're destroying this country. And and we got to stand up. We got to do something about it. And I want to know what to what I could do to help these. This is this is. I, I just
3: can't believe it. Right. Well, Gary, thank you for the call. I, I hear the passion in your voice. And I feel like, folks, I feel like I've been given some truth, sermon, sir, sir, whatever it is, uh, this morning. And um, all I could think about is um, if this had happened under the days of the street crimes unit of the NYPD, they wouldn't have did it then, believe me when I tell you. Because those boys and those women did not play. They put out a ten thirteen. Somebody is going to the hospital, and it's not going to be one of them. Let's go to Joseph in Huntington. Good morning, Joseph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good
2: morning. Thank you for Good morning. taking my call. I, I'll get right to the point. Why don't they have police dogs? Those guys, if they saw police dogs and the dogs would bite their ass, and that would be it. And they'll remember
3: well, that. Right, but the dog, the do- I, Joseph, I agree with you, but the dogs can't be everywhere. They can't be everywhere. I wish, I so deeply wish that a canine unit was in the area and had responded in a situation like that. And in a situation like that, I believe the officer, uh, the handler points, and the dog does the rest. We would have seen how tough they were then. We would have seen then how tough they were, which is not very tough. Thank you, Joseph, for that great call. Donna in Ohio. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC.
14: Hi. Hi, um, Dominic. I'm, I'm honored to talk to you. Um, I'm first time, first time calling. Um, I want to, just address that guy that was talking about sending the immigrants, the illegals, to uh, the Rust Belt cities. I mm-hmm. live in a Rust Belt city in in Ohio, and I'm telling you, um, actually, kind of rurally, I live. I live, you know, off a off a farm, but um, you're not going to send people, those people down here, okay? For one thing, there's nowhere to live and there's, there aren't any, a lot, there aren't a lot of resources. And for another thing, the, the, the cities, the cities here that are in the rush belt, a lot of them are very poor anyway. So you're just going to send, you know, um, immigrants to a poor area that can't su- sustain them at the same time. This guy, that guy's nuts. He's not, I've heard him call before too. And I, he's, he, he's, He's not living in
3: reality. Right. I, I hear you, Donna. Uh, I, I, and I, I hear the uh, the sentiment that you are expressing. And, um, you know, it, it's a horrible situation. And, and, you know, Donna, I hear you. Don't send them here. I mean... I hear you, but I'm really glad that you've reached out. I hope this is not the first time that we'll, uh, not the only time that we'll hear from you. So please give us a call in the future. Thank you so much uh, for your call. I'm looking at my Twitter and Norma Sanchez says, I live in New Jersey and I am so pissed off watching this video. I wish the cops would have used their guns. And Dominic, I agree with you. None of these illegal aliens should be given anything. And I do strongly feel that way. You're sending all the wrong messages. It's one thing that you let them come in, but my God, you're giving them everything. And Americans are struggling. Do you know how many emails I receive folks on a, on a weekly basis with people saying, Dominic, I'm in trouble uh, with my mortgage. I can't make the payments. Do, Do you know of anything that can help me? I've tried this program, that program, they say I'm ineligible. And then they all look up and they see migrants getting everything. Christine on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Dominic. How are you? Good. Thank you. Go right ahead, please.
15: Um, yeah, I'm a mother of a police officer, and um, I believe that all of these people and those that were not even those that were just standing by when they were cops were getting the beat down should also have been arrested, and it also. The federal government wants to say how much immigration is their their thing. Not that you'd ever think the Biden administration would do anything. However, how about federal charges on top of state charges? Then you send a really strong message. Do I want to pay taxpayer money, lay out more for, for people incarceration due to this? No, I don't. But at this point, you need to show force. You need
3: to show that we're going to
15: stand for our own.
3: I agree with you. How long has your son or daughter been on a police force? Uh, 12 years. 12 years. How tough is that as a mom? It's awful. Like, the first
15: two years, every time he went to work, I was, like, nervous, you know. And then it's it's settled in, okay. But since 2020, when the riots all started, I mean, when you have someone in the riot crowd coming at, your child with a sledgehammer. Now, you go to protest with a sledgehammer, and that was the first time he had to draw his weapon. So he didn't draw his weapon for eight years, but he had to draw his weapon then and call for backup. You know, um, and, you know, there's, like, no more etiquette. It's not etiquette is the wrong word, but there's no more consideration. There's no more civility. And the cops are our line of defense, and if they're getting beat down, what's going to stop anybody from thinking about doing it to little old whoever?
3: Right. Uh, Christine, uh, you know, I don't think people understand how traumatic it is sometimes for a police officer when they're forced to pull their weapon uh and many of them, uh, when they when they're in private after having done so, they break down or become emotional. Was your son upset that he and he had no choice, somebody right. standing there with a sledgehammer, was your son upset? And I'm sure if he was, you're the person that he would have expressed it to as his mother. What was he upset that he had to draw his weapon?
15: Yeah, he was upset that he it had been you know, he had been on the force for so long. Everything was going really well, smooth good interactions with people, and then, you know, next thing you know, you're trying to, you know, keep a, a, a group of people within a certain corridor of a street, and then all of a sudden someone's, like, wheeling a sledgehammer at you. And, you know, you, it, it, it's just, it's like it's, it's been downhill the last three and a half years. It's just, well, thank,
3: it's just thank a you terrible. for being the, the mom of a uh, police officer, and thank you for raising him so well. And and, and I, I think it's fair to say on behalf of the audience that we we don't take it lightly what your son does every day on behalf of the American people. Thank you, Miss Christine, and have a uh, beautiful morning. Let's go, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano on the other side of midnight. I'll be joining him for a few minutes. He's been kind enough to invite me. David in Los Angeles, good morning. David, what's on your mind?
5: Well, first of all, the scariest thing about the migrants attacking the cops, it wasn't like they were being arrested and, you know, a resisting arrest. They went after those cops. Like, hey man, we're the migrant gang. We run this town now. You get out of here, cops. We're gonna beat the hell out of you. That's a scary, scary precedent. And then again, for people that think that there's ever gonna be one migrant deported, you don't know who's running the show in the country. These politicians are puppets and the orders come from south of the border. They were let go without bail after three hours. You think anyone's going to get deported? They weren't let into this country by accident. This is a purposeful deconstruction of America by a bunch of shady people. And again, the orders come from south of the border. And that's, and then for Kathy Hochul, Kathy Hochul better not say she's even thinking about it, or she's going to get some indictments like Eric Adams. And she's not going to be invited to the White House anymore.
3: David, thank you for the call quickly because uh, Frank Morano is here with me. Let me go to Chuck in Warwick. I believe it's, is it Rhode Island? You got 30 seconds, Chuck.
2: No, Warwick, New York.
3: Okay, Warwick, New York. Great to go talk right ahead. To
2: you. I listen to you all the time. Okay. You're the state the trooper. The cops need to have the night nightsticks back. They got to have. have the night six they got to have. This never would have happened. To,
12: with what they but, had but
3: they they were under such attack and i i, I chuck i do got to wrap it up cuz they only have 40 seconds left in the show they were yep. under such attack i don't know if they would have been able to pull out the night sticks joining me frank marano on the other side of midnight good morning to you sir hello dominic so what do you have coming up?
0: Quite a bit. You know, yesterday we had no guests. Today we have the exact opposite of that. We're going to talk with Mike Lindell, uh, the My Pillow guy. We're going to go through the news of the day with uh, Brian Kilmeade. We've got movies with Debbie Schlossel. And apparently Charles Dickens, who wrote um, The Christmas Carol... Apparently he wasn't such a good guy. We're going to get into that with a new scholar, and I'm going to make you stick around for a few minutes and pick your brain on a few items as well.
3: Hey, I, 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 I like being with you, Frank. You're a great guy. and You do a wonderful show. Frank Marano on the other side of Midnight, coming up right now, right after News Headlines.